0: Buttons and pulling triggers. This is Gun Funny.
1: Welcome to Gun Funny episode 320. Today, I'm going to chat with Jason Kearns from Primary Weapon Systems and Lone Wolf Arms, discuss a tale of gun running involving the ATF, highlight a new chronograph from Garmin, and talk about how your memes hurt Karen. I am your host, Ava Flanell. Jason, how are you doing today?
2: I am doing halfway decent. It's Friday afternoon. I don't know what Friday means anymore, but, uh, you know... (laughs) The week has came to a crescendo and we got a lot of things done. We got a lot of things to work on for next week, but uh, hey, we got two days to kick our feet up and uh, sip a little bourbon maybe.
1: Yeah, there you go. I like it. Well, I also have, you know, I mean, Fridays don't mean much to me, but as of today, I have finally completed 400 bar classes and I know you're probably thinking, oh, bar, like, yeah, I drink whiskey, you know, whatever, but no, it's B-A-R-R-E. I've been doing this for a few years now, so it's not like I did all in one year, but You know, nice little, you know, notch off the old belt, I guess. So I'm pretty excited for that.
2: Sandy, congratulations.
1: Yeah, thanks. Well, as you get older, you know, this butt doesn't lift itself. So there's that, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Anyways, before we start talking about primary weapon systems and Lone Wolf, taking a quick break, talking about BSF barrels. I finally completed the AR fifteen that I've been wanting to put together. I used the uh, receiver set, the handguard, stock, which was from a few different companies, but Blown Deadline he did an awesome Cerakote job for me, and it's like a black multicam, but in the black it has like a it's a carbon fiber print, and so of course I had to throw on a carbon fiber barrel from BSF Barrels, also put on their muzzle device, as well as their bolt carrier group and the uh what am I drawing a blank the gas tube and the gas block and so I'm really excited to take it out and shoot it, it has not been shot yet but it is finally put together and then also Armaspec uh, sent me all the other parts you know like the lower parts kit and uh, the grip and stuff like that yeah just all kinds of stuff so it's finally complete I'll report on you know how it shoots This one, I went with a much shorter barrel. I think it's about nine inches. Although I'm sure if you ask guys, it's probably like 12 inches, you know, whatever. But no, it is indeed. It's nine inches. And so excited to see how it shoots. But in the meantime, if you guys are working on an AR, putting it together, or maybe you just want to upgrade the barrel or some of the parts like the BCG, you know, the muzzle brake check out bsfbarrels.com. Don't forget to use the code ELITE15. That's all one word. That's E-L-I-T-E-1-5. That's going to get you 15% off your entire order.
0: Learn the things you never knew on Deconstructing the Industry.
1: Jason, so really happy to have you on. I do, I'm just going to say it, like we've kind of been trying, I've been trying to get you on the show for the last two weeks now and I screwed up another time you couldn't make it. I forget what, uh, it's been, you know, kind of back and forth. So I'm really like excited to just finally pin you down and get you on the show. And you are the COO of Primary Weapon Systems as well as Lone Wolf Arms, correct?
2: That's correct. But, you know, again, it's, it's, It's it depends on the minute in 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 manufacturing in this industry it it changes on a dime. Uh, Some some might call some might call me a psychiatrist. Yeah. Some might call (laughs) me some might call me HR. Others might call me a salesman because when you've done this uh, at this level for so long, you do it by proxy. Yeah. And which is a good thing. I mean, you know, having a background of custom OEM stuff, people I stand next to a spindle and people want to get product made, but. uh, um, all of our spindles, I will happily say, is all for PWS product.
1: Awesome. So I'm curious, like, how did you get into this industry?
2: Oh, my. If anybody that is listening knows me, um, they know I don't like taking a, a lot of time talking about myself. I'd rather talk about brand. I'd rather talk about the products. And I'd rather talk about our people. And, and that's truly um, who we are at PWS, who I am as an individual. But, uh, you know, started uh, late 2007 uh, with a small company called Mega Machine Shop. Mm-hmm. We merged to call ourselves Mega Arms uh, out of Tomorrow, Washington, uh, shortly after when we started doing trigger components, etc. Built that from its humble beginnings into something really great. If anybody out there in Gunland has any product that has any decent tolerancing or uh, a fantastic finish and has somebody else's name on it other than Mega, um, probably was made by us. I'd have to say 50 to 60% of our, our business plan was all doing OEM product. So that was, that was fun. It created a lot of passion for building other people's products. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of quality control that comes along with that. And uh, you almost have ownership, even though it has, doesn't have your name on it. It's, that's what we guarantee to uh, the people that we did that work for. But uh, we had a, a, a custom line of, of branded product that did real well. We were acquired by Zev Technologies in 2017. I stayed on for about six months, then um, then rotated out to another manufacturing facility in in uh, Illinois. It brought it up from its uh, humble beginnings to be an actual full fledged machine shop and running on its own. It's still doing really well. And uh, a longtime friend of mine, an individual that... Uh, Heck, I probably known him the first month that I started in this industry. His name is Nate Tridway. Uh He was the CEO of Bergara, which was a sister company of BPI, um, out of Atlanta, Georgia. Him and his brother-in-law took ownership of Lone Wolf and and Primary Weapon Systems, and it was shot show of oh man, two thousand. 21 or 22, I had all the years meld together anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, brother, I will take my hat off today and throw it in the ring to be a part of this growth that I know that's going to be afoot at PWS. And, you know, who the heck wouldn't want to get out of Illinois? Yeah. Um, and uh, and we've, we've been dancing ever, ever since. So again, it's uh, PWS has had a, a storied history and we'll get into that later on the podcast, but uh, um, it's it's completely different. We're doing things appropriate here and, and can't wait to tell you all
1: about it from my understanding so what you said uh because then it was either 2020 2021 that uh primary weapons system bought lone wolf
2: so no it's it so and it both companies are under an umbrella uh-huh. company and called vigilant gear holdings um lone wolf was acquired first um that was in 21 22 early 22 the the acquisition was finalized for primary weapon systems oh okay by vigilant gear holding so that's the parent company of, company of both
1: gotcha so before that they were their own separate entities
0: Yes, these companies
1: correct. okay gotcha yeah i was i was wondering how they came together and some thanks for clarifying that so mm-hmm. then let's talk about some of the uh, history behind each company how long have both companies been around for
2: yeah, but roughly about the same time you know uh, again lone wolf headed stories start first um they still started, started out at a lone wolf distributors was founded roughly in, in 1998 okay um they they were known and still are known for their conversion kits so they were one of the the first aftermarket glock accessory mm-hmm. and barrel companies to do this um they did a lot of police trade in conversions where they'd go out and get a lot of gen two, gen three Glocks and 40 uh, Smith and West. And they're like, Hey, this are our, our people don't like shooting this thing. It's got a little snap to it. So they started working on their conversions. Uh, then, then you would take that same platform and roll it over to a nine millimeter. Um, that's kind of how they cut their teeth. They did a, uh, th- three, were one of the first ones that put a three and a half pound connector out there for Glocks. Um, You know, they've had a a great history with different grips, different frames, uh, different modular ways to order their slides online and basically had a a configurator to the website so you can build the slide how you want. And then Lone Wolf will literally customize that just for you. So um, they've had a great um, storied history at Lone Wolf. PWS much the same, you know, their, their original founders, you know, they started their storied history by, you know, just really enjoying the AK platform. And their first start in this industry was just muzzle devices. How can we get this Kalashnikov to, you know, be a little bit more steady shooting? You know, how can we reduce, um, you know, muzzle, uh, muzzle flash? How, do, how can we get it to compensate? So that was their first go in this industry was just muzzle devices. And they're like, hmm, the AK runs cleaner. It's damn near indestructible. How can we meld this operating system into an AR, which is the favorite rifle for us Americans. So they took, and they were the first to take a long stroke piston system and, you know, introduce that into an AR platform and that, System, of course, we made several different iterations from the way it started and its humble beginnings to where it is today. But you have a regulated gas valve in the front called a GAC, a gas adjustment knob, and then you have a long stroke piston that's integrally connected to the carrier. So much like you'll see in the Kalashnikov, you have a cooler running AR, you have something that is clean. You know, you go several thousand rounds shooting suppress without having to take everything down and boil it and and you're going to have a more accurate system due to all that. So but the, our weapons platforms at PWS are for suppressed fire. If you don't like nauseous gas in the face, while you're trying to fire, our weapon systems are for you. <laughs> it's that's, that's just the way they were built. It's the way that our suppressors were kind of built around the, the firearm to make sure that it, it, they run more optimally. Uh, it's, it's just an awesome product that we're all proud to build.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Nobody likes, you know, getting gas in the face. That's like the only downfall to shooting suppress sometimes, unless you're shooting, obviously, the right gun that's made for it. I'm yep. going to take a quick break, talk about Gators. If you guys haven't checked out the Blast Shields yet, definitely do so. I saw on their website that it says 20 colors available. And then I clicked on it because I got super excited. And so far, it still is just like the the clear and the smoke that's available. But I have to think that this is probably some foreshadowing to come, which means that they're going to be offering different colors, which I'm super excited for. I told them that I would definitely like to get like purple, or I mean, even orange or just something to kind of break it up a little bit because I just think that they look better on your face than like clear glasses. But anyways, what I love about the Blast Shields is super easy to change out the lenses. So let's say you are shooting indoors, you want clear ones. You just flip up that little nose piece, literally 90 degrees, and this little mechanism opens, swap out the lenses, and then you close it back up. They're all made out of the same aluminum that all the other frames are made out of. All of their lenses are mil-spec ballistic lenses, um, and they start at 180 and then go up from there. Definitely check it out. Don't forget to use the URL gators.com forward slash AVA. That's ava 15. 5 And then you're going to get 15% off your entire order. So I remember uh, Lone Wolf. I had them on my show maybe like two years ago. But I remember that configurator where you go online, you get to pick out exactly what you want, you know, like the slide cuts, even the color of the slide. I got some, um, I don't remember what it's called specifically, but it's kind of like that rainbow colored. Yep. And so I got that done. You got to pick out the caliber, the color of the trigger, the back plate. I'm trying to think what other stuff that I could like, you know, sort of just make it my own. I was like At the time, I was like, wow, this is freaking awesome. Actually it might have even been before twenty twenty. I think it was in like two thousand and nineteen, maybe. But it... yeah, they,
2: they, yeah, they've been they've been around and doing it for quite a while quite a while. And uh, you know, even some of their new product we'll get we'll touch base on that here shortly. It's Lone Wolf was pretty much the pioneers for aftermarket Glock accessories.
1: Yeah. So what then tell me is some what some of like the new stuff that they're doing.
2: Well, at, at, for for this year, you know, we released the Dusk 19. Um, the engineers that were behind the Dusk literally wanted to take something different. Again, Lone Wolf being one of the original pioneers, they they had a good niche that it was really good for them for quite a while. You know, they had a 80% frame that really sold well for them. And we, we know that all went to hell mm-hmm. um, in the beginning portions of the year too. Uh, and that bit hurt, the, you know, the business structure and it hurt, um, the bottom line and, and the way we sold the products, but, uh, you know, it, it, not having a lot of marketing behind the brand, not having, you know, a, a lot of our distribution channels lined out to, to move barrels, slides, parts, kits, slides, part, slide kits, frame kits. It was time to innovate. So, it, it, you know, and that's something that hasn't really happened for Lone Wolf since its inception. So they took a design and literally went top down from it. I mean, it starts with a really cool looking slide, you know, making sure that we're making it out of the right materials. The lockup's good. The barrel has been meticulously thought out with a lockup and it's got a, a better grip angle than Glock. So you don't have to break your wrists to shoot at it. And it's the texture on that frame is, it, is it, it's aggressive. It's not so aggressive, it's going to rip your hands off, but it, mm-hmm. it's, it's aggress- aggressive enough to where if you're going to shoot it with wet hands, wet gloves, it's going to stay in your hand appropriately. You know, even the trigger uh, uh, shoe itself has been meticulously thought out and uh, the reset is perfect. Uh, we think it's a great option and a great uh, pistol at the price point. It is. Rainier Arms thought it was so dang cool. We did a collaboration with them. It. It's basically an, an integral compensated um slide so you don't have to have you know an aftermarket holster just to fit a compensator it's it's wrapped right up into that barrel and the slide and that uh front sight post is just just in front of it
1: wow and then i see also you guys just came out with the don 365 and 365 xl as well
2: yeah so we've got aftermarket accessories this year uh, for SIG and, and, that, and that might not be at all you know we've got the 320 barrels we've got the 365 as well and we've got so again you, you before the dusk you have the dawn and that's kind of the the, the mm-hmm. shtick behind it but uh, um, definitely we'll have some more even more SIG offerings coming real soon and then we're actually looking at the other platforms to start to build upon
1: very cool and then also I'm just looking at on your website so the D-Site Kits that's interesting. I haven't seen those before. Like it's yeah, kind of again, like just, a, a half circle on the top. I mean, it's, it's a complete circle, but the white on the top on that front side is just kind of like a half circle. And then the back side looks like, you know, like the, that little kind of box notch. And that's interesting.
2: It's just a, you know, something to add to your configurator or something like that that you might want to, you know, they're not high cost and Mm -hmm. but they're quick acquisition sites is what i would call those
1: yeah and then what about primary weapon systems what do you guys have new recently with them
2: well we've got so we early earlier this year we relaunched uh, we did well relaunched but we did a special run of alphas alpha was a very special rifle that we did for a for another country's um, um military force and it has been something that our local law enforcement and other soft groups have been wanting and asking for, for quite some time that we released the alpha. So we did a special OD green anodized. We updated a lot of different componentry to include a trigger tech trigger and just some of the other creature comforts that we, we did, we did our brand new FSC comp that you'll find, uh, uh, out in retail stores here really soon. Um, we introduced that on the alpha and we only did 250 of them so the, f- the very second we launched them we sold out so wow. um if, if you got an alpha it came with a collector's coin collector's bag
1: yeah and uh, looking, everything else i'm looking at it right way. now it, like so even the bag's really cool i love my favorite color is green by the way and maybe because i like plants or just, i don't know but i was just that was the first thing that i saw before you started talking about the alpha and i love trigger tech triggers but it does have a really cool look to it. But then you throw in the, the bag, which is it on the outside? Is it green or black, or is it both? It, and then the inside is green.
2: It's an all green bag, and then we also brought on some gray ones and some black ones. If if the customer just didn't want green, you know, yeah. if, if they wanted their green gun and a black bag,
1: gave that to them too. Hmm. Very nice. Yeah, it does look like a nice gun. Okay. So, so that sold out. So unfortunately, yeah. cool. I'm like, cool. You got a gun in my favorite color. And you're like, ah, oh, it's sold out. Sorry. All right. So what's it doesn't, <laughs> as manufacturers, guess what we can do? You could always make more. Damn right. <laughs> I like it.
2: Now, now look, so last year we we launched our BDE line of suppressors. We started our, our, um, our path down the BDE with a, a 7.62 offering these suppressors are made hundred percent in-house at a 3d printed titanium. Mm-hmm. Um, we have our own 3d printer that uh, we love dearly. It's in a climate controlled room that I would only compare it to the same thing as Willy Wonka zapping a chocolate bar from one end to another. Anytime you deal with powdered titanium it becomes the hazmat situation to where the guys in there are in Tyvek suits, rebreathers, anti-friction shoes. I mean, we you have to do the right thing for your employees and, you know, per OSHA to, to operate such a printer. But with it the BDE line, and through 2023, we we're able to round it out with a 5.56 five, offering. We've got a 9 mil offering, and we have one of the coolest, quietest, all-titanium-22 suppressor that's also 5.7 auto-rated, this industry has to offer.
1: Hmm. I like the design on the outside of them.
2: Well, you know, that that design, it's it's not just for looks. That's Same. anti-miraging technology. That's what I was just going to say. And, yeah, anybody that has gotten a can real hot or even a gun real hot, if you're if you're shooting through any kind of magnified optic or even a red dot, you're going to get that miraging that comes up from the barrel or even suppressor. So um, the fact that we were able to add that kind of uh, texture and give that aided ability of the anti-miraging technology is kind of a creature comfort that we didn't know. Uh, would would exist with it. But uh, now that it's there, we'll, we'll continue with it with all offerings moving forward.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. I'm going to take another quick break, talk about Mantis. If you want to take your dry fire to the next level, check out the Mantis X10. It's honestly one of my favorites. Not only can you uh, dry fire it with it, but you could also live fire and uh, the battery lasts like so much longer as well on the X10. But basically, it gives you data on your shooting performance. And like I said, both dry fire and live fire, because I know a lot of people when they dry fire at first, they're just like, yeah, but I know that they're, you know, there's not going to be recoil. And then when they go on the range and they're live firing, they know that there's gonna be recoil. And then they kind of revert back to their old habits because, you know, they anticipate that shot or, I mean, that's typically the biggest thing that you'd see. But this will still, you know, track all of that data, your movement before, during, and after that you take that shot so that you can make those changes. And then in addition to that, you would also draw from your holster and it gives you analysis for that. And then it also will work with like archery, shotguns, rifles, all of that good stuff. Check it out, mantisx.com. The reason that I was so fortunate to get you on the show is because we have a mutual friend, Ari, and I've had him on the podcast before, but he's been in the industry for such a long time. He knows a lot about all these different companies. He used to work for Rainier Arms. And now you guys have him working for you, which I think is awesome. But I mean, I guess tell me a little bit more about, you know, some of the employees that work there and kind of like what separates you guys from, you know, other companies.
2: A great segue and great lead into a conversation. Again, this is what we have going on here. Primary weapons systems is what I would equate to the 1990s USA basketball team. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we have a, you know, industry all-stars that are wanting to come aboard to help us with the push that we've got going on currently, you know, bringing Ari on Ari Bartolome. He, he again, he and I have known each other for 15 plus years. Um, we work real well together and he can almost finish my sentences, but uh, you know, that's having him at the tip of the spear when it comes to our marketing department and, and how we market our products is so important that that's done appropriately. Um, engineering, um, you know, to get some of this new product off the ground and to make sure it's correct, have to have some all-stars behind those computers. We have, you know, one of the rock stars, you know, if 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 you already had a a Hall of Fame for engineering in the firearm industry, he'd already be there. His name is Corey Newman. He's one of the registered inventors of the MCX for Sig. And some of the work that we're working on right now is 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 dedicated to you know his hard work behind this product. And then you you've got Nate Treadaway, who is our CEO. I've known that man since I've gotten this industry, and he was the CEO of Bergara. Which, which is also BPI mm-hmm. um since since they started in this industry and he he was able to grow that company and with his team that he had there into a 100 million dollar company within a few years and you know that didn't come without hard work diligence and of course the right product so you know again it, there's so many more people I can talk about and it, it, you know none of this happens without our all our machinists. you know all the hard work they put in and the passion that drives them every day to come to work and not just be here for a paycheck. I mean, that is that's so special to us, and we we try to do right by them every day. Again, it's you know our quality control team, our group of assemblers. Nothing leaves this place at PWS unless it's right, and that's you know that goes without saying for Lone wolves too. It's just it, the passion that drives each employee here at PWS and Lone Wolf, for that matter. It, it's unrivaled by anybody in this industry, and again, it's. The, the, the engineering staff, we've got five full-time people that just absolutely amaze me every day. And, you know, some of this new stuff that we got coming on, it just, it <laughs> all the listeners that are gun folks, you know, you're obviously gun folks if you're listening to this podcast, but when this new new drops,
1: you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Hmm. You're saying there is something that is new that's coming that you can't quite tell us about just yet. It not quite just yet. It, this w- this is the week of NESGW and the
2: distributors got to see it this week, and it started quite a big buzz.
1: Hmm.
2: We're happy that we got that kind of reaction. Now it's time to execute this product that we're that I'm alluding to, but we're getting ready to drop here later on this year. It, it's it's revolutionary. Uh, again, I'm not going to use other words to describe this thing, but it's it's the next piece to the puzzle here at pws and anybody that hasn't heard of us yet soon well
1: hmm. well i'm excited to hear that then when do you expect the news to drop like when are you guys going to look- public with this yeah,
2: yeah. then we're looking for a hard release of december and you know all, all the writing we did a writing event in may in georgia where everybody got to get behind it and pull the trigger and shoot and all the writers have been embargoed until december and we're, we're really looking forward to seeing this launch and, you know, all the hard work, blood, sweat, and tears that has gone into this. It's going to, it's going to be really good to finally uh, get it, get it to the end users and have them enjoy all the fruits of the labor that we put into it. Again, it's, you know, most of these new products, most of these big companies, they take three, four years minimally to do this. This is a product that we're launching, you know, within a two year span. And, we're really looking to do so in the right way and make sure it goes through all its testing, which it has. Um, <laughs> I can't wait for you all to see it and you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's a, it's it's a, it's a product unlike anything else out in in the industry today. I hmm. promise that.
1: Wow. Yeah. Well, I can't wait for that. Also, Jason, I just want you to know that I also write. You know, some stuff for a publication. So, don't forget the little people next time you have a writer's event. Yeah, you know, well,
2: that's the thing. It's, you know, now I I know you're there and you have the relationships, not only with me
1: now, but with Ari,
2: count yourself in.
1: Count yourself in. Right on. All right. So for people who want to check out your products, uh, lone wolf arms, primary weapon systems, where can they find, what are the websites and then social media handles, all that good stuff?
2: You know, you can find us on, on Instagram. You can find us on the old Facebook. You know, even though they're looking for us to do something wrong. I know. You know, <laughs> I hate to say it, but, you know, we have our own YouTube channel. Okay. And then you can also find us through primaryweapons.com or lonewolfarms.com. Perfect. All right, cool. And then you could you could, you can could find our product at Rainier Arms, Big Tech's Ordnance, you know, um, AIM Surplus out there in Ohio. We're spread out all over the country. And you know what? If you go into the gun shop and the guy behind the counter, doesn't know what primary weapon systems is or lone wolf arms, ask to get us in. You can find us at RSR, Sports South, all the major distributors carry us.
1: Hmm, good to know. All right, perfect. All right, IWI. (laughs) If you guys are looking for a good AR right now, definitely check out the Zion 15. I actually just requested one because... That's like the only, well, there's a few, I guess, of IWI products, but like one of few that I don't have, and that is the Zion 15. I've shot it before, huge fan, and I'm like, all right, you know what, guys, you need to send me one so I can, you know, create a bunch of content with it. But again, it's like a really good AR, especially for the price. It's under $1,000. I think it's like $999 or something like that. It's the first M4 variant from IWI, and it's made right here in the U.S., The rifle version has a 16 inch 4150 chrome molly barrel chambered in 5.56 with a mid length gas system. And it comes equipped with a 15 inch free flow M lock handguard, attaching all of your favorite accessories. The grip and stock are from B5 Systems, which I actually just talked to them today. Uh, They're doing some good stuff. And, you know, like they're known for being super rugged, lightweight, and comfortable. But yeah, solid AR. If you guys want to check it out, head on over to IWI.us. Don't forget to use the coupon code GUNFUNNY15. All one word, and you're going to get 15% off anything in the web store.
0: Politics. What is going on in the world today? It's political
1: AF. Today in politics, so Jason, I don't know if you read this or if you've heard about it. I was actually just talking to my co-host, Eric from Iraq Veteran 8888, Mm -hmm. uh, who is my new co-host for the new podcast Pew Pew panel. And we were talking about this off air and I just, I can't get over this. So if you guys haven't heard, uh, all right, so Too Fast, Too Furious. So, So no, it's not another car movie sequel. It's yet another gun running operation involving, you guessed it, the ATF. A former ATF investigator, Jose Luis Menezes, has been accused of running guns to Mexico. There isn't anything that indicate ATF was involved with running the operation, like with Operation Fast and Furious, but there is indication that they tried to cover it up. An ATF whistleblower turned information over to Senator Chuck Grassley about the case. Menezes, a Mexican national was hired by the ATF as an investigator working out of the U.S. consulate in Tijuana. His job was, ironically, to help the ATF stop gun running from the U.S. to Mexico. He did, obviously, the exact opposite. Starting in 2017, he would drive a car with diplomatic license plates over the border to California and visit a gun shop to purchase firearm parts. The gun shop in question wasn't named and has not been accused of any wrongdoing. After buying a bunch of parts, he would drive the car back to Mexico, and because it had diplomatic plates, it was not searched at the border. He then sold the parts to at least three different people, his brother, who was a police officer, a state judicial official, and Romero, a former member of the Mexican military. Romero would then complete the AR rifles in Mexico and then sell them to others. Details aren't disclosed from there, but it's highly likely that he sold it to drug cartels. Memos released by the whistleblower to Senator Grassley revealed that when the ATF found out about the operation, they deliberately did not perform a full investigation. They did cut ties with Menezes and drafted a memo of notice for the Mexican government, but the ATF intentionally did not send the memo and left the Mexican government in the dark which is crazy. So at a time when the ATF sending people to prison for like selling pictures of a lightning link, they think firing an employer for actually running guns is punishment enough. And then they try to hide it, which they're probably like, okay, this is going to look really bad on the agency. So we're just going to have to sweep it under the rug. But I don't know. It's just it's so disgusting. I every day I just get more and more irritated with the ATF and things that unfold and things that are going on and it's definitely, uh, it's frustrating. Jason, do you have anything, to add?
2: I do. You know, again, as you're eating, you know, as you're talking about this, it b- baffles my mind because you've got, again, I don't know how political you want to get into it. You've got, got you the president's son running around with, uh, yeah, his own issues, his own issues, and uh, gets away scot free. But something like this is able to happen, and it's kind of swept under the rug. So. Just another one of those uh, eyebrow-raising moments that uh, uh, that this this presidential uh, cabinet uh, and his team of leaders, or should I say, holdler, handlers, um, just continue to baffle the American
1: uh, citizens. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. This segment is brought to you from Rose by Sig Sauer. I'm here with Cato and we met at the Nashville Rose Retreat. Cato, why did you do the Rose Retreat?
3: So I was one of a fortunate group that um, there were two of us actually. Our uh, armory, Nashville Armory, was the host range for this Rose Retreat. And my uh, GM came to us several months prior and said, "Sig's doing something special called Rose. Would you be interested?" And uh, Grace was the other person that was uh, with us at the time, and uh, we both said, "Sure, we we love Sig. So um, whatever they're they're doing with this Rose, we'd love to know more about it." And that was about all we had heard. So Grace and I had been going back and forth, trying to figure out what the heck this was all about. Uh, And about two to three weeks prior to the actual retreat taking place, uh, we started finding out bits and pieces that, ah, we're going to, Lena will be showing up, we're going to be doing classes on the range. And Grace and I were thrilled, absolutely thrilled to be a part of it, to be hosts uh, here in Nashville.
1: What was your firearms experience before the retreat?
3: So before the retreat, uh, I had uh, been shooting since the age of probably 18, 19 years old. Um, I grew up with my father was a hunter, so I, I constantly would go out and at least hang around with him when he'd go hunting. I wasn't the best companion as I tried to scare off a lot of the wildlife. <laughs> 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 but I absolutely enjoyed it, uh, spending time with my dad doing that. And then I seriously started shooting probably 10 years ago, 11 years ago. Um, really enjoyed it. Uh, started taking private classes. Eventually, uh, National Armory asked if I would become an employee. And I sort of learned the ropes uh, behind the counter on the range side, became an RSO, and then became a certified state instructor, as well as an NRA instructor, and um, have taken several classes from people, uh, Frank Proctor, a couple of other folks, um, through the years. So, And I currently teach at Nashville Army, I'm one of their instructors.
1: So I have to ask, given your background, did you learn anything that you didn't already know before the Rose Retreat?
3: So great question with that. I think for the Rose Retreat, for me, it sort of reconfirmed the way I've been teaching classes uh, going through those uh, same steps. But it, it was basically all the same information that we go through with beginning students. I just really enjoyed seeing the way Lena presented it because we I now am seeing how to uh, expand that a little bit more to be able to handle larger classes. Um, I've mainly been dealing with smaller smaller group settings, but I'd like to expand that so that we can actually have more women involved. Uh, I see a huge need for it. Does your store stock
1: a lot of the Rose products?
3: We typically did. I think we have already sold out of all of them, and I know that we've been getting more back in. Um, But yes, since we are a safe, elite dealer, we have pretty much all SIG stuff.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I've noticed. I've noticed it's really hard to keep that stuff in stock. I am an investor of DCF Guns, and they have a Sig Elite Store. And the minute that we get any of the Rose products in, or the you know the actual Rose kit that includes the firearm, it sells. I mean, immediately. So that's Absolutely. just just out of curiosity.
3: Yes, and I, as an instructor, again, I I have found that so useful. Obviously, when I was able to test fire uh, both the 380 and the nine millimeter, I have a lot of female students that are looking for handguns that are reliable, uh, that are easy to conceal, um, you know, that meet all of the aesthetic factions of things. And so when Rose came out, I was really excited and still am to introduce women to Rose. Uh, I just, I think it's a phenomenal gun. Uh, and I've, I've sold a lot through just training. I always try and have one on me for um, students that are interested in a nice, small, conceivable
1: firearm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Cato. Um, for people who are in the Nashville area and want to take your class, where can they find you? And what is the store's name again?
3: So uh, our store's name is Nashville Armory. We actually have two locations, uh, the Nashville Armory in Nashville, and we have Franklin Range down in Franklin, Tennessee. Both are great ranges. I work at both, um, so I can go to either one. If anyone wants to get a hold of me, uh, you can reach me either at Cato at NashvilleArmory.com or Cato at ShootFranklin.com.
1: Perfect. Either way. Awesome. Thank you so much, Kato. I appreciate your time. We're going to continue on with the rest of the show. Caldwell. I realized with it only being a few days until Halloween, which actually when the show comes out, tomorrow will be Halloween. Anyway, so I usually wait till the last minute with a lot of things. I used to be like the biggest planner ever. And now it's just like I fly by the seat of my pants because I'm just getting busier and busier. And I realized that a lot of the Halloween decorations are sold out. So I got creative. I put up some Caldwell steel and decorated the steel and put it on my lawn. (laughs) (laughs) Which could be really dumb because anybody who's like, why does she have steel targets on her lawn? But I don't even think that people are going to realize it because it's the new steel that they released, which is the prairie dog. It's a wolf, but I think I joked, it kind of looks like a little corgi dog. (laughs) Yeah, and then an elk and a prairie dog. And so I just like decorated that to make it look all spooky and put it out there, and it works. I recorded a funny Halloween video for it. Definitely check that out on my Instagram and Facebook. And I think I'll also post it on YouTube as well. But in the meantime, they make some really awesome steel, super affordable. I mean, they keep coming out with some like really good quality, affordable stuff that I think anyone in the industry could use. Jason, do you have any experience with Caldwell products?
2: I do. You know, I've got shooting bags, shooting rests, all from Caldwell. Again, we, we have it here at, at, at PWS and I know they got some up uh, at Lone Wolves. Heck, you can't go within a 20 minutes distance and go to an indoor range. They don't have Caldwell shooting rests. Yeah. Um in, in their facility that you can use. Again, it's a it's a great tried and true product and brand that the US citizens know for um you know, great shooting supplies. Again, I, I I'd highly recommend anything by them.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. So if you guys want to check it out caldwellshooting.com. don't forget to use the code gunfunny 10 all one word and you're going to get 10% off your entire order.
0: Tactic Talk, discussing popular guns and gear. Love it? Hate it? Find out now.
1: Garmin introduces X0 C1 Pro. If you're big into long range shooting, Garmin just released a new chronograph that you're going to want to check out. It's called the Garmin. X0 c1 pro it's incredibly compact compared to other chronos on the market as the device itself is about the size of a gopro it's also extremely versatile it can measure slow velocities for archery and suppressed fire which can be very difficult to get accurate data from traditional chronographs it measures velocity not with optical or magnetic technology but doppler radar Doppler radar bounces radar off the projectile at a very high frequency, 24 gigahertz, to calculate velocity. That gives you a much higher accuracy reading than other technologies in a wider range. It can measure velocities anywhere from 100 to 5,000 feet per second. All you have to do is place the device on its tripod about four to 15 inches from the muzzle and in the general direction that you're shooting. It does need to be five feet away from other shooters to prevent reading their shots, and your target needs to be at least 20 yards away. And then it does have a built-in rechargeable battery that lasts about six hours, and then it also is waterproof up to a certain degree, this isn't the first Doppler chronograph on the market, but it's a fraction of the size of the Lab Radar. MSRP is $599, which puts it about $25 less than the much larger Lab Radar. So good news, you know, for long range shooters.
2: Yeah, and it's a Garmin. I mean, come on. I mean, look at the price and, you know, get your get your credit cards out. Ready, gang. I mean, Black Friday may kick up something fierce and get you an even better deal on a product like that. Look. yeah. Anybody, anybody that's out there loading for PRS or, you know, just trying to tune in some a little bit longer range for, for hunting or, you know, with uh, all our global conflicts going on right now, mm-hmm. you never know. You never know what you might want to make sure that your dope's ready for. Yeah. So again, ch- check check out that garment product that looks. And sounds wonderful. I might even check one out myself.
1: Yeah, see, you're like, came on this podcast, ended up dropping money. <laughs> yeah, th- yeah, well, I, I need story. to be careful with that these days. <laughs> i like Thanks, story all child. life, I know. Appreciate you. I know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, absolutely well said. I mean, with all the conflicts in the world right now, I don't think you're wrong to say that at all.
2: Yeah, well, everybody's got to know their gear and especially know what that projectile is going to do after it gets out of that uh, comfort space. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're just going to the range and shooting that hundred yard target, what happens after
1: that? Yeah.
2: So that, uh, that product from Garmin sure seems like a winner.
1: Yep. Smith & Wesson, if you're looking for a new 22 mag, check out the new M&P 22 Magnum. The new 22 mag includes the tempo barrel they developed for the 5.7, which means that recoil on this is pretty much non-existent, since the tempo barrel keeps the action locked up until the bullet passes the gas port. It's actually a really cool, innovative design. It ships with two standard mags that hold 30 rounds, and like the 5.7, it includes an internal hammer rather than striker, so it has a crisp, single-action trigger, sadly unlike the 5.7 it doesn't come with a threaded barrel and it also doesn't come with a thumb safety i mean i'm not complaining about that but i know some people like that but i have to imagine that eventually they're going to be offering one with a thumb safety if that's your jam it's fully ambidextrous with a flat face trigger and picatinny rail it's optic ready and comes with a fiber optic front sight msrp is 649 which is a pretty good deal so definitely jump on it if you want to check out that gun along with any of the other products that Smith & Wesson offers. Head on over to smith-wesson.com.
0: Stupid, funny, cool, interesting, awesome. As f- Never mind. AF.
1: Your memes hurt, Karen. Memes are a staple of the internet. They're known for being humorous, highly sarcastic, and often express controversial views. Who would imagine this digital satire would be intertwined with legal drama and the gun industry? Well, gun control advocates, that's who. In a nation where the right to bear arms is enshrined in the Constitution, it's mind-boggling that we are now seeing lawsuits targeting gun manufacturers for advertising harmless jokes. Karen Lowy, who survived the 2022 D.C. sniper incident, is now armed with attorneys funded by anti-gun groups to attack gun makers in court. She has filed the case Lowy versus Daniel Defense with the claim that promotional methods from gun companies, including memes, quote unquote, celebrate violence and has led to distress and agony. Also named are Who's Who of Patriotic Manufacturers Daniel Defense, Fab Defense, Bravo Company USA, FozTech, Hearing Protection LLC, Magpul, Federal, Surefire, and more. Some examples of this that were used in the case. So a bus with a minigun with the caption that read, peace through superior firepower. Another is an AR knife revolver and bat asking which you choose as your secondary for zombies. And then lastly, a rack of guns and the caption, if you know how many guns you have, you don't have enough. I don't even understand how that's even like... How is that? I, I don't, I don't get it how that's like causing agony, you know? Well,
2: again, it's, it's, yeah, it's how the segment started. It's all done by a woman named Karen. I know. Um, I know. Bless her heart. Bless her heart. Does she have anything else to do in her life that she has to, you know, run this up the food chain? I mean, you know, there's, I'm sure there's other busy items for her to take up.
1: Mm-hmm. I know. It's just, and plus, not to mention, like, these are the memes, like, you know how you've been in the industry for a while, and eventually you just keep seeing the same memes, like, recycled over and over again, you're just like, yeah, okay, cool, like, the whole, like, if you know how many guns you have, you don't have enough, you know, like, I mean, I do totally, wholeheartedly agree with that, and people ask me all the time, like, how many guns I have, and I'm like, I really honestly don't know, I don't remember the last time I counted them, Mm -hmm. but I do believe, like, yeah, if you do know, you probably do need to up that number up, but yeah what do you mean own guns i don't have any yeah exactly.
2: I, 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 don't, I don't know what you're talking about but it's the only meme that i can't get over and i absolutely love to death is anytime somebody's making fun of the milk crates shot show yeah um the look of my feet probably still hurt from the very thought of getting ran over by one of those but
1: do they still um, do that because it was rsr right that was giving away
2: those crates absolutely absolutely heck yes they still do and you know, I, bless their hearts, they'll roll by and get all the catalog, yeah. all the swag, and they'll load it up and just aim for your feet. So. Yeah, I know. I,
1: yeah, that there is a few memes that I still think are hilarious. I mean, I'm I enjoy a good meme, but yeah, all those memes, I'm like, I don't even understand what is so like upsetting about them. But anyway, so no. this, this case obviously ridiculous and extreme. But obviously, don't forget a man, you know, he was just sent to prison for seven months for a meme about the 2020 election. So That's right. Like, you know, nothing surprises me at this point.
2: Well, again, not, not just Karen's coming after you. Again, this administration, it, it, it just, it continues to amaze us. And, you know, I don't want to get this conversation go to go political, but it's, the more you dig in, the more just mind-boggling it becomes.
1: Mm-hmm. Agree. Franklin Armraig. Do you have any experience with binary triggers? A little bit. They have one for the 1022, which I really want. And I've been saying this now forever. But uh, it's just, you know, now they've made it even easier because they have the 22 Plinkster Edition and it's just a drop in trigger. Before that, I was like, eh, I don't really want to mess around with, you know, installing this trigger. I've heard like, you know, some of the installments for that, for this specific trigger can be kind of a pain. But yeah, so now they've you know figured out that little dilemma and made it so much easier. Now I really don't have an excuse other than the fact that I need a ten twenty two still. Uh, so if anybody is looking, you know, Christmas is coming up. I need a ten twenty two. Just putting it out there in the world, manifesting that, you know. But and then anyways, you
2: need it to be suppressed.
1: I do. Yeah.
2: And then, and then again, primary weapon systems can help you with that BDE twenty two.
1: Yeah. So there you go. I mean, I'm not going to lie, that suppressor actually looks really awesome. All of your suppressors, oh, they look cool. I tried it out at, at Range Day at TruerCon. Unfortunately, the only thing is, is like when you shoot next to all these other people, if you're suppressed and the other people next to you aren't. So it's like, you know, it was still kind of like hit or miss. Like what? But the guns themselves, like it felt really good. I was definitely impressed with your stuff.
2: Sounds like Ava needs to come out and do a factory tour. Yes. And sure. a little bit of a PWS range day with this new new.
1: Yes, we definitely, we need to arrange that. Okay, but back to Franklin Armory. So 1022, they also have it for a bunch of other platforms. They just released their binary trigger for the Glock, which is kind of the binary system because it's not just the trigger, but it also comes with the slide. I have that... I mean, it's just, it's a lot of fun. Shooting binary is just one of those things where once you do it, you kind of want to install it in like all of your guns. So check it out, franklinarmory.com. Remember to use the code AVA, that's A-V-A, and you're going to get 10% off your entire order. And now it's time to wrap up. So unfortunately, there's no iTunes reviews, which we were going on a pretty good roll. I do appreciate you guys writing reviews. If you haven't done so, if you're, you know, a new listener, maybe you've been listening forever. I mean, there's some people that finally decide, all right, I've listened, you know, to every episode that you've ever dropped, which is we're going on a few years now, almost I think 5 or 6 years. Um, and then they finally decide to write a review. Either way, I want to hear from you guys. I want to know that there's people out there listening. Also, if you guys haven't checked out the new podcast, check it out pupupanel.com. I teamed up with Eric from Iraq Veteran 8888. We're really good friends and I think that this podcast is going to be a huge hit. So once you guys finish this podcast on Monday, the next day on Tuesdays, we're going to be dropping that podcast as well. And now it's time to wrap up. So you guys can find me at gunfunny.com. There's links to everything, all my social media, stuff like that. If you want to support the show, consider becoming a patron. I actually finally just caught up with all of my shipping and sent out Patreon patches. So if you're a $5 nut patron, you've been so for uh, three or more months, you're going to get a Patreon patch that will never be for sale. It's only for Patreons. Also, you get added into a raffle. So every month I pick a winner to win a $300 gift certificate to Blown Deadline, who is uh, the person that did or the company that did my rifle that I just put together. And then also want to thank the $25 Patreons, who are sake holsters, Daniel Treadwell, Keith Calamore, Daniel Lee, Nick Theodosian, Tristan Smith, Melissa Writings, William Knave, and then of course, king of the Patreon is Jon Snow. And Jason, thank you so much for making the time to come on the show and telling us about Lone Wolf Arms as well as primary weapon systems. You guys are doing awesome stuff and really can't wait until you unveil the new product. You definitely have my interest. But guys, in the meantime, go ahead and give Lone Wolf and PWS a follow on social media. And then Jason, can you just remind us once again what those websites are?
2: You can find us very easily on www.lonewolfarms.com or you can find us at primaryweapons.com. Ava, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to to get me on the show, finally wrestle me down, and have the conversation about what we got going on here—it's it's really truly something special. So, all y'all out there in gunland, keep your eyes peeled with primary weapon systems and lone wolf farms. I can promise you, it'll be worth it.
1: Okay, great, thank you so much. I appreciate it, And guys. You'll hear from me next week.
0: Want to send feedback? Tell us about a company or anything else. Go to gunfunny.com forward slash contact.